This is Orson Welles on the Air, featuring the old-time radio performances of the legendary Orson Welles. Presenting Orson Welles as the third man. The lives of Harry Lyme. The fabulous stories of the immortal character, originally created in the motion picture The Third Man, with zither music by Anton Karras. That was the shot that killed Harry Lyme. He died in a sewer beneath Vienna. As those of you know who saw the movie, The Third Man. Yes, that was the end of Harry Lyme. But it was not the beginning. Harry Lyme had many lives. And I can recount all of them. How do I know? It's very simple. Because my name is Harry Lyme. I don't approve of gambling, at least not the legitimate kind. It's not so much the gambling I dislike, it's the losing I detest. Of course, all business entails a certain amount of risk. That's why insurance companies grow rich. I believe in insurance. That's why when I have to gamble, I always like to ensure that I'm on a sure thing. Some people have been rude enough to call this cheating, that they were prejudiced by being on the losing side. Like that time in Mexico City when I brought off what I like to call my Mexican hat trick. Now, Orson Welles as Harry Lyme, the third man in Mexican Hat Trick. There is no human affliction worse than poverty. In Mexico City, I realized again that it's more painful when the disease occurs in the midst of plenty. Somehow, there had always been enough to buy a drink for some poor, unsuspecting tourista. You know the kind, too much money in his pocket, too much trust in his heart for a fellow American, a meal ticket for Harry Lyme. But now, nothing. Harry Lyme, soldier of many fortunes, good and bad, was down to his last borrowed cigarette, sitting in a crummy dive in a fourth-rate district of the city, checking a mental roster of friends, contacts, and local suckers. Senor Harry. Oh. oh. Hello, Diego. Just thinking about you, Diego. Sit down, old man. Bueno. 
What's your standard rate for six fast lessons in pocket picking? Ah, mi amigo, I trade you favor for favor, eh? You know my friend Bolo Minoso? Bolo, of course, king of the Mexico City dips, hmm? How's he doing? He died this morning, Harry. Oh, it's too bad, Diego. Anything I can do? See, before he died, Bolo asked me to help him remove a great stain from his immortal soul. You don't say. He was afraid that when he entered the next world... Uh, look, Diego, you've come to the wrong man. I'm having troubles enough with this world. Bolo gave me this note, Harry. He asked me to take it for him to... To, oh, to the police. Well, go to it, old man. I'm... But, but the police... Could you not deliver this note me? for me? To the yes. police? Yes. <laughs> Diego, remember, Bolo has entrusted it to you. Be a man. But Face the... the issue. Straighten up. Shoulders back. Chest I out, old man. I do not jest, amigo. You could remove Bolo's stains more simply. Oh, I'm afraid... All right, let me see this were... note. See. Hmm. I don't know why you should be so worried about... It's... Hmm. Huh? Oh, uh, uh, well, well, Diego, you've done a favor or two for me. Uh, I, uh, yes. I guess I'll take care of Bolo's oh, for you. Oh, amigo, sure. gracias, amigo, gracias. You will take it to the police, eh? Uh, don't worry about a thing, old man. Uh, no, I'll take care of the note. When I managed to get rid of the grateful Diego, I sat down and studied this little note more carefully. Seventeen years ago, the note explained, in the little Mexican town of Leon, Bolo Minoso had killed a man. This note was his confession, a complete account of how he'd permitted an innocent man, somebody named Vicente Coelho, to be accused of this murder. It explained that Bolo had hidden signed affidavits proving Coelho's innocence somewhere in Leon. Just where in Leon, he neglected to say. At least be interested in this confession, of course, but then it seemed to me that the Coelho family might have a greater concern. So I decided to investigate the financial aspects of the family interest. Buenos dias, senora. Buenos dias, senora. Is this uh, senora Coelho? Si. This is my daughter, Alicia, senora. I'm encantado. I'm delighted. Uh, senora, this document concerns your husband. Uh, my husband? Vicente Coelho. He was your husband. Yeah. Yes, but Vicente is dead. Bendito uh, senora, say as how long has it been since his death, I mean? We, we do not know. Not for certain. It has been a long time. Yes, well, you needn't be delicate on my account, Signora. I know. No? Signora, I know that your father was accused of murdering a man in Leon 17 years ago. He did not. Vicente would not hurt I anyone. Know, but he was not a criminal. The police didn't share that view. When he escaped from prison before his trial, it seemed to cinch the case against him, right? Okay. It made the authorities even more certain of his guilt. But he had to escape. There was no hope without the papers. Yes, yes, I know. You seem to know so much, Mr. Lyle. I know what you know, senorita. Those papers were the evidence that could have saved your father, and they were stolen. This does not help us. We have searched for 17 years for some kind of evidence that would have cleared the name of my husband. We have spent mm. thousands of pesos. What if you thousands... found that evidence now, senora? Oh, por Dios. If we only could... Senora, senorita, those papers... They were affidavits proving absolutely that your husband was nowhere near the scene of the crime when it occurred. They were? How do you know this? I have the word of the man who stole them. You have? Alicia, he know. Where is this man, Mr. Lyme? We must see him I'm immediately. Afraid, I'm afraid it's too late for that. He's dead, you see. Dead? Hmm. Then it has been for nothing. Why do you come to us now? Well, there's always hope, senorita. I have his confession that he was the murderer. I can prove your father's innocence. You can? Hmm. Mama, you hear? Si, si. I knew that someday... Madre de Dios, gracias. 
We must go to the police. Uh, yes, You can tell them. I'm afraid not the police. You won't go? Well, this deathbed confession, I'm afraid it isn't enough. Then what? The affidavit, senorita. I know where they can be found. That is the approximate location. The same affidavit? Yes. After 17 they years? They still exist. With a little searching, I can produce them. Then you must get them for us. We will do anything, Senora, anything. there's nothing. I'd rather do more. I'd like very much to help you clear the Coelho name, but... Well, I, I, I can't leave immediately. It'll take time, six months or so. Six and then, yes, possibly months. a year. Depends on business, of course. I do have certain commitments here in Mexico City, you but see. But, Mr. Lyme, I'm here... sorry, it'll mean losing quite a bit of income. I'm afraid six months anyway. No. No, you must help us now. Mama, senor, we do not want you to lose any income for our sake. If you help us, we will pay you what money you would lose. Well, I'm grateful, senor, but really I hesitate, you see. My income is not small, something around 100,000 pesos for six months. We will give you 200,000 pesos. 200,000. Senor Lime, our money is yours. We will pay anything. You will not be sorry. I'm sure of that. Take back your gold. Gold will never buy me. <laughs> what it though. Take back your gold. Take back your... Come in, come in, come in. Buenos dias, senor Lyme. Senorita. Lyon. May I come in? Uh, of course, come come right on in. Yeah. I uh, I see you are preparing for your journey. Yes, yeah, sorry, I can't offer you a decent chair. Take this one. It is all right, I will stand. How'd you ever find me here? It was not difficult. You are well known, it seems. Oh, checking up on me, huh? You might say the Quellos are cautious people, Mr. Lyme. Mm. My mother thought it best Please, that... senorita, I should be making the apologies. Mr. Lyme, forgive me for saying this, but for a man with business affairs such as yours, you live so... So, so... Uh, modestly? Hmm? See, si. Not at all. Note the spider web over there, senorita. A genuine antique. Fifteenth century. The spider is a direct descendant of Cortez. Uh, I am sorry, Mr. Lyme. <laughs> Bad looks bears no one, it seems. Uh, you've had your share, Alicia. I've had mine, but it really makes a little difference. We can help each other now, and that's what's really important, isn't it? See, si, Yeah, si. let me pour you a drink. Good stuff. A pickpocket friend of mine borrowed it from an American tourist. No, thank you. You are so gay, Mr. Harry. See, si, Harry, I... Say, you know what I think? I think something's bothering you. What is it? The spider web, the saggy chair? Hmm? Harry, I would like to go to Leon with you. Uh, now, just a minute, young lady. I have the car. You will need an interpreter, perhaps, in Leon. Well, I've heard it's a lonely town. Yes, Harry, it is. Well, don't just stand there, woman. Go on home and pack. No need to, senor. My luggage is downstairs in the car. We got our first glimpse of Leon from a hill behind the city. Quiet little mountain town, quite incapable of coping with giddy tourists on expense accounts. As we entered Leon, I wondered what murder had to do with a place like this. Bueno, Harry. You have taken us directly to the town plaza. Couldn't miss. Only one road into town. Had a hotel over there? It is the hotel. Mm -hmm. And uh, that must be the town's official greeter. Hmm? Out you go. Out you go. Gracias. Good to stretch. Un he says he will watch the car, Harry. It's official greeter, all right. One or a, one or a hundred in every Mexican town. <laughs> His mother is ill, he says. His family is dying of hunger. Sure, sure, sure. Give him something, Harry. Uh, looks like the greeter was just sent into retirement. Buenos dias, senor. Buenos dias, senora. Welcome to Leon. 
You will be happy with us in this hotel. Uh, your bag, senor. Uh, gracias. Uh, come, I have a beautiful room for you. Una habitación muy bonita. Señor y señora, will be... Uh, un momento. Sí, señora. Dos. Dos habitaciones, señora. Señorita. Ay, ay, ay. Señorita, sí, sí. Bueno, pues dos habitaciones. Dos, dos habitaciones. We followed the officious little hotel manager across a tile lobby and up rickety stairs. And many centuries before this, my hotel was the home of one of the Spanish conquistadors. Those are our rooms down there. You see, mm -hmm. there is much romance Very in this interesting, building. Yes. Oh, over there, you see... Uh, Senor, what bell is that we hear? Bell? Oh, the bell, see, si, see. Si. Uh, this is the famous church bell of Leon. Famous? It bears a long and tragic story, senorita. Every hour it tolls to remind us of the scenes. Look, of old the... man, some other time if you don't mind. Si, si, senor, pero... Ah, uh, uh, here you are. Ah. It's for you. Muchas gracias, senor. Muchas gracias. Father. Uh, uh, young lady, what, what do you say we wash up first and then start the big search for the affidavit? Harry, it seems so difficult. Where does one begin? Oh, with Bolo, of course. Find his trail. We find the papers. Let's go. <laughs> Orson Welles returns in just a moment as the third man. Orson Welles, as the third man, continues with Mexican Hat Trick. Leon was even sleepier than most Mexican towns. Only the bell disturbed it. After the midday siesta, when you'd expect things to come to life, everything just went on sleeping as before. Good for the nerves, of course. Unless you were trying to wake up a memory 17 years old. Perhaps he will know this man. Let's hope so. I'm a little tired of asking. Uh, you speak English? Uh, that's well. I want some information. Information. Information, senor. You desire. I've never known a man called Bolominoso. Bolominoso. Sí, vivía aquí hace muchos años. No, señorita, no le conozco. Uh, I understood that. Okay. What now, Harry? Uh, another bar. Gracias, amigo. One bar after another, one cafe after another. We made them all. We hit cockfight rings, the viejos on the street, everyone in every place where there might be a clue. Something to point us in the direction of those affidavits. Did you find anything, Harry? Nothing, nothing. Tough, John. Perhaps we are making a mistake. What about my father? Hmm? It would be easier to find someone who remembers him. We can start from it's there. Part of your mind, mention your father's name. Just mention it around here. You have not only the police down on us. We'll have every chief confidence man in Mexico on our hands. 
trying to find out what we want. But we have to start somewhere. And we have to rest somewhere, too. My feet are killing me. Let's go back to the hotel. Harry, it is not right for me to be what? in the room. Oh, for the Lord. Come on, come on. There's no time to worry about proprieties. But it is oh, not... Oh, we're both tired. We've got to rest. We might as well talk while we're doing it. Go on. I'll order up a couple of drinks. Hey. Hey, Alicia, that's not to cry about. I am sorry. I cannot help you. Come here. Come on. Oh, you should not kiss me. Oh, I'd be pretty silly if I didn't. Harry, please, no. You're a great kid, Alicia. Oh, Harry. You know what? I kind of hope this search of ours isn't too successful. Too soon. Things were considerably more bearable during the next few days. The warm Mexican evenings and Alicia. Uh, but during the days, long, tedious days, we searched and searched and searched and we found nothing. After one of our better evenings together, I left Alicia at her door and headed for my room. When I opened the door, there was a surprise waiting for me. I had a guest... The weasened old beggar who'd been the first to greet us on our arrival in Leon. This time his greeting was a little violent. Hey, hey, Tim! Hey, why, why you, Maria? No, you don't. You try to kill me. Oh, you try to kill me. I die. What are you doing here? Come on, what do you want? Panhandle business falling off, robbing hotel rooms now? Well, we'll see what the police have to say about it. Okay, okay, let's have it. What's it all about? You come to kill me. What are you babbling about? Who wants to kill you? Bolo, you look for Bolo. You come to kill me. Bolo? What's he got to do with it? Hey, hey, come back here. Bolo? Bolo. The beggar, the flea-bitten old car-watching beggar. This was Alicia's father. Buried in the dust of police records, rumors, and memory, but after all these years, still alive. And those affidavits proving his innocence of the murder, they'd be twice as valuable to the living as they were to the dead. His family would certainly be willing to pay much more for them now, unless, of course, Coelho found them first. Obviously, that's why he was in Leon. I had to get my hands on those papers before he did. And before Alicia realized her father was still alive. Pat? Harry, I thought we could go... Harry! It's okay. Come in. Close the door. What happened? I had a little argument with destiny, honey. I won. Your clothes. Yeah. They're all torn in your face. Oh, Harry. Nothing I can't wash off with soap and water, but, but Alicia. But what was it? The old beggar. He must have been after my money. He tried to kill me when I caught him at it. Oh, Harry, you must be careful. No, you're the one who's got to be careful. Stay away from him. No telling what he's up to now. Might try to get back at me by hurting you. Then we must go to the police. No, no, no. I, I, I don't want to talk to the police. No, not, not until we can clear your father. And then what? I'll handle him myself. You just stay close to me from now on. <laughs> I had to find those blasted papers quickly now. But how? Where? Was Coelho any closer to them than I? How could I keep Alicia from learning that her father was alive? Add to these nagging thoughts the incessant clanging of that church bell just outside my window. You can well understand my reaction to the hotel manager's typical good morning greeting. 
Ah, buenos días, señor. Uh, buenos días. Bueno, I did not sleep oh, well. Señor, your bed is not comfortable. I will see to it. Where's Alicia? Uh, the señorita, she come down yet? Ah, the señorita, she's at the church. Church? Sí, señor. This is a great holiday in our city. At midnight, the bell begins to toll and does not stop until the sun sets tonight. You mean to tell me it's going to keep up that racket till sundown, that horrible clankety-clank? This clank, senor, it is the will of the Lord. Yeah, well, I need some coffee. Our punishment, senor. We atone on this day for the great sin of Leon. The great sin of Leon. That must have been a whopper. A terrible sin, senor. Uh, on this day, 17 years ago, a good man was killed in Leon. Mm. For this, the Lord removed the music from the wait bell. Wait a minute, wait it, a minute. What happened 17 years ago? There was murder in our city. And the senor. bell? A miracle, senor. On this Never day, mind we... the bell. What's it got to do with the murder? Please, senor, do not shout. Will you please, por favor, get the, the blasted point? Senor, you must hear me. This bell was once of glorious musical tone. Uh, yes, Then but... there came this terrible scene, this uh, killing. Go on. One of the men of Leon was taken by the police for this murder. Then there occurred this miracle. What miracle? The music left the tone of the bell, and this man was never seen again. Wait a minute. It changed its tone overnight, huh? Before the man was brought to trial? The will of the Lord, senor. Our punishment for permitting violent death in our city. Each year on this day, we pray that the music be restored to our bell. Uh, you say you wish coffee, senor? No, 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 not now. When the senorita returns, tell her to see me. Uh, pronto. Right away is too late. But Harry, it is, it is too fantastic Oh, sure, it's fantastic Bells don't change their tone the way you and I change our clothes There's got to be a reason for it A practical, fundamental, tangible reason Now look, look, this note okay. Bolo's note, here, he admits it right here He stole the evidence that would have cleared your father He says he hid it right here in Leon Well, why did he not destroy it immediately? Who knows, maybe he intended to confess sooner or later Murders are seldom logical people, but look now we learn that just before your father escaped from the police, the tone of this bell suddenly, mysteriously, miraculously changed from a melodious ring to that clank we hear out there. Listen to it, Alicia, listen. What makes a bell sound like that? I, I do not know, Harry. It may be. I do not know. Well, neither do I, but tonight I'm going to find out. And you're going to help. It was midnight before the streets were empty. Alicia and I entered the little church and climbed up the ancient flight of stairs to the company. Quiet now. Quiet, How Alicia. will you get to the bell? The steps do not go that high. You have to use the bell pole. It will make so much noise. Yeah, it I will know. stop the bell to ring. Won't make much difference once we get what we're after. Here we are. Can you reach it? I've got it. Stay here. The Padre shows up. Let me know. I'll make it as fast as I can. Be careful, Harry. Mm. Do not hurt yourself. I'll be okay. Harry, mm. I love you. Mm? This is for good luck. That did it. Harry! I climbed up hand over hand. I don't know how far. Ten feet, maybe fifteen or twenty. It wasn't easy. The bell made a horrible racket over me and the sound grew in waves as I approached it, making me dizzier and dizzier until I almost let go. But finally... There was no more rope. My hand touched the inside of the bell and it, it stopped ringing. The old lime confidence was at a cockeyed angle and slipping away fast when I suddenly grabbed for the clapper and found what I wanted. A heavy oilskin wrapper tied around it a couple of hundred thousand pesos worth of missing affidavits. One good tug pulled it away and I stuffed it in my shirt front. <laughs> Oh, 
Alicia! The rope burned chunks of flesh right out of my hands as I slid down. Below me, I saw another figure struggling with Alicia, trying to get past her. The two of them were wrestling on the narrow ledge at the top of the steps, leading to the bell tower. I caught one moonlit glimpse of their faces as I swung onto the ledge. It was the beggar, Coelho, Alicia's father. Before I could reach him, she got one arm free and hit him as hard as she could. Then she shoved, and he went over. Oh. Alicia, Alicia. Harry, oh, Harry, try to kill me. Oh, it's try all right. To kill me. It's all right, honey. It's all right. I killed him. It was not my fault. No, 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 no. You didn't, kid. Look, he's, he's getting up. It's all right. I'm glad. I am glad. Come on, Alicia. Let's go down. After all, we got what we came for. <laughs> Lime returns in just a moment. As the authorities were concerned, Coelho was a nameless beggar who'd gone and blown his top. They locked him up, of course, but said he'd be released later on. I was the one person who could identify him, the one person who could return him to his family. But why interfere? Let the old man figure it out for himself. If he wanted to remain the unknown beggar for the rest of his days, that was his business. Probably everybody would be happier the way things were, particularly Alicia. She was all that really worried me. I went out in the little plaza to think it over. Day was breaking. The birds were waking up. The little cantina was still open. I went in and sat down at a greasy little table and had myself a couple of tequillas. Then I borrowed a few sheets of notepaper and wrote this. Alicia, my darling, I'm writing this in a great rush because I want to be gone from Leon before you're awake. I'm doing it this way because I'm afraid if I saw you again, I wouldn't know how to go and I've got to. No matter what, I can't. I mustn't stay on here in Mexico with you. I hope you find somebody you deserve, but I doubt it. Anyway, here's wishing you happiness. Adios. And as for my fee, you can pay it to a man called Diego, who call at your house. Again, adios. Yours, Harry Lyme. (laughs) 